lovelies, welcome back to my wonderful clusterfuck life. I hope you all had an amazing weekend and are doing well and taking care of you. Most importantly, it is already Monday. Like, truly, where does the weekend go? Where does it go? Why does it go by so fast? I will never understand. I will always be offended when Monday rolls around. Always. Um, I'm a little late at getting this episode out today because I spent the entire weekend with Robbie and I regret nothing, but like I've said previously, we don't see each other every single weekend or during the week um, because we actually, you know, want to stay together, (laughs) but um, yeah, I cherish all those little moments that I get to spend with him. Um, we're not up each other's assholes every weekend, like I said. Um, it works for us because we have learned in previous relationships that when you're with someone every single second of every single day, especially in the beginning of a relationship, you get tired of that person. You really do. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you just get so sick of that person and moving too quickly will truly kill a relationship and we have learned that so our little setup that we have it works like I feel like it gives you a chance to miss each other more and when you finally do see that person it just makes it makes the waiting worth it like I personally still get butterflies and I get a little nervous before I see him and I love that I love it so much I feel like you should never truly stop dating and yeah I don't want to get to the point where I'm like oh I'm so sick of him oh I wish he would just go away because I've felt like that in relationships before and it's terrible so yeah it works what we have works but at the same time like we we both agree that we truly cannot wait for the day where we move in together and, you know, get married and all that fun stuff. But again, why, why rush a good thing? Like you have a lifetime. Focus on yourselves. Get, get yourself in check first before you bring someone else into the unit. You know what I'm saying? So it works really well for us because we have such a strong relationship and I just love him. I love him so much. God, I love him so much. It's disgusting how much I love that man, y'all. Love it. But anywho, yeah, I'm on my way to work. If you can't tell, I'm recording this in the car. Um, yeah, so I'm a little late at getting this out, but at least I'm doing it. I'm still staying committed to getting this out on Monday. I hope I get this out on Monday, Tuesday at the very latest, but I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, I feel like absolute garbage today. I'll explain a little more why here in a second, but, and if you don't want to hear this, TMI, whatever, I don't care. Grow up. (laughs) But it is that time of the month for me. Aunt Flo is in town. And ladies, you can relate. Some month she comes and she does her thing and then she leaves And then some months, like this month, for example, 
Um, she comes and fucking wrecks havoc on my uterus. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre up in that bitch. And, yeah, that is, that is how I'm feeling. And I'm just bloated. I feel like a busted can of biscuits in my clothes. I don't feel cute. I just don't feel good. I just want to crawl up in a hole and die. Not really, but I would... I just want to go home. I just want to go home. <laughs> but I'm, I'm making it. I'll be fine. It just... You know, I'm just having one of those days. Monday suck in general, but today's really bad. But I just pray that the week goes by fast per usual. I truly live for the weekends, and I know I shouldn't. I know I should enjoy every day, but especially with everything going on in the world, like, being at work is, it's truly stressful with having to wear the mask and, you know, just having to thoroughly clean every day and just being, I feel like I'm on edge all day long, and it's so stressful, and... I, again, I know I shouldn't be like that, but just the way the world is right now, I'm just, 2020 can seriously suck it, and I am so ready for 2021. Um, I read a quote the other day, and it really, really stuck with me. It said something about, and I don't know, I don't know it word for word, but something about, don't worry so much about making a living that you forget to make a life and that is so damn true and it's kind of been my motto for this year because like I'm trying to take more time off and take more mental health days but at the same time I'm really trying to save up all my PTO because 2021 is going to be which I'm praying it's going to be a big year as far as my concerts go since nothing's happening this year so I'm really trying to save up all my time off for that but at the same time I'm trying to not feel so guilty about taking time off like usually when I take days off like I work with two other people we're like a little team and if one person takes off that leaves the other two busy busier because I'm not there. So I'm I always worry like oh no, I'm I'm making them so busy. I feel so guilty, but I am trying so hard to not feel that way. Like I have to tell myself you deserve this. They'll be fine. No one's going to die. And again, I'm just trying to take those mental health days and not feel guilty about it. That's my whole thing this year is which I've been working on a therapy trying not to worry so much about what people think and how others feel in regards to your happiness like you have to take care of you and selfishly put yourself first and that's okay that's okay to do so I'm really trying to tell myself that here lately but yeah that's that quote really stuck with me and I think it's something that we can all live by to yes it's good to grind and make a living for yourself but let's not forget to make a life and enjoy those moments with each other and just do things for you make yourself happy that is 
what I'm trying to scream to people here lately. So I thought that was really great. Um, what else? I thought a couple weeks ago, I don't think I told y'all this. I thought I had the fucking Rona, y'all. I thought the bitch had got me because, again, I work with patients all day. Even though I am masked up and I'm taking all the precautions I can, I'm still around so many people all day, all week. But I felt a little something, something in my throat. That's what she said. <laughs> but I felt like I, like, you know, when you're about to get a sore throat, you just feel it. And I'm like, oh, no. She got me, she got me, she got me. So, my sister, she works in a lab, and oh, she's the best. But I had her swab me, and just to be safe. Like, I wasn't sure, but I just wanted to be safe. And I found out in 15 minutes, no, I don't have the Rona, thank God. But, um, yeah, that's the second time I've been swabbed. I did it, like, not two, maybe two, maybe a month or two ago just to be on the safe side because I am around people all day. But I had her swap me the second time because I truly thought I had it. Because, I mean, you can't even be, like, normal sick anymore, I guess. Like, everything's the Rona. But I, in fact, was normal sick. So, I was very thankful for that. But what else? So, I spent, like I said, I spent the weekend with Robbie. And <sighs> this man-child of mine, I swear... He wanted to do a death nut challenge. I don't know if you've heard of this. You eat these really spicy peanuts and you almost die, which I guess is his idea of fun, but we soon found out that we both regretted it. But there's several variations of this. Like they have like the spicy chip challenge, like you eat this really spicy chip. Um, there's different variations of the death nut challenge. But this one, it had five levels, okay? So there's like five nuts on each level. And the rules are you take it level by level. Um, after you finish the first level, you have to wait at least 60 seconds before you start the next level. So you can't just shove them all in your mouth and be done. And when you get to level five, you have to wait five minutes before you can drink anything and you cannot have anything to drink during this whole challenge like between levels you can't have anything to drink which about killed me so we did the first level it was hot it was fine I was all right I mean I was hurting a little bit but it was fine level two I was hurting a little bit more and then level three which is where we stopped we about died my entire face was on fire. My ears were on fire. I think Robbie's ears popped at one point. It was so hot. And we just started chugging chocolate milk. Because apparently water makes it worse. So we're just sitting there with chocolate milk just chugging. And we sat there for probably 15-20 minutes. Not saying a word to each other. Because we were in so much pain. And... I felt like I was going to throw up. I don't know if it was because the spiciness or just like, you know, when you chug a lot of milk, that's really hard on your stomach. I don't know. I think it was a combination of both, but I thought I was going to throw up. I have felt terrible since. That was Saturday afternoon. It's now Monday morning and I'm still feeling the effects from it. I'm a little better today, 
but we both had the hot shits, um, indigestion like a motherfucker, and we were just done for the rest of the evening after we did that. Um, we didn't even get to have sexy time. Just FYI, if you do this, which I recommend you don't, have sex before like we did, because you're not going to want to have sex afterwards, because you'll probably shit on your partner, so... <laughs> Just FYI. Um, but yeah, don't recommend. If you're looking for a quarantine date night, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it, okay? <laughs> it was terrible. Like, I was like, in the beginning, when he told me we were going to do this, I said, oh, God, you know I'm going to have the hot shits, right? And he's like, no, I'll be fine. It was, in fact, not fine. <laughs> So, hate to say I told you so, but I told you so, dear. So, that was my weekend. And now I'm going to go save people's lives. Not really, but yeah. Start my week off. Hope it goes by fast. I hope yours does too. But yeah, let's get into this week's episode. So, I really didn't have a plan for what I wanted to do this week. Um, I didn't do a poll because y'all don't really fucking vote anyway. I mean, some of y'all do, but it's not as much as I would like. So, make sure y'all vote, goddamn. But, um, oh, actually, hold up. Before I get into it, I meant to tell y'all this. Um, I had a dream last night about the ultimate fuckboy. If you have not listened to that episode, go listen to it. But I had a dream about him last night. Um, I had a dream that one of his parents died, which in fact one of his mom has is has actually passed. So I had a dream that we were like at her funeral, and yeah, I don't I don't know why I dream this. It's so weird. Like, are you trying to haunt me? So when I have dreams about someone in my past, I'm like, oh no, are they, are they coming back into my life? Am I going to get a text message from them? What the fuck's going on? Which just gives me more anxiety. But I had a dream about him. I had a dream that his girlfriend was like in the picture and we were all friends and we were hanging out, but like he still wanted to fuck me and he, like, tried to behind his girlfriend's back, which, <laughs> that's what he did anyway. But, yeah, I was, ugh. Like, why do I dream this stuff? Like, I wasn't even thinking about him before I went to bed. I haven't thought about him in forever until now. It's, ugh. It's like, are you trying to haunt me, anxiety, because you are doing it. But, yo, like I said, if y'all haven't listened to the Ultimate Fuckboy episode, go listen to it. This man obviously is still trying to haunt me, even in my dreams. What the fuck? Okay, anyway, I just had to say that. But anyway, so I didn't really have a plan for this week's episode, like I said, um, but I'm gonna give y'all another story time. Give y'all a story time. Y'all seem to like those. Y'all like when I bitch about my, uh, awful young adulthood fuckery. So... That's what we're going to spill the tea on. So, let's spill it. So, he he was a friend 
slash kind of like my patient, not legally. He was not legally my patient because FYI, if I had relations with the patient, I could lose my license and I'm not trying to do that. So he wasn't technically my patient, but he kind of was. So when I first met this guy, obviously on Tinder because I'm a classy lady, um, he was actually living in Louisiana and he was about to move to Houston. So I'm like, okay, cool. So our plan was when he got settled into Houston, that that's when we would hang out. So a little about him. Um, honestly, he was just kind of your average dude. Honestly, he, uh, I think he was really religious and I'm pretty sure he's still religious, which you know, in hindsight, you're always like, oh, that's, that's really good. You know, he loves the Lord. He must be a good guy. <laughs> not always, not always, but yeah, we, uh, we got along. We, we just clicked, you know, always a good sign when you click with someone. So he got settled into Houston. He had an apartment. I went to see him at his apartment for our first meeting, I guess it was. Um, he lived in one of those apartments where, which, God, I hate these so much, but, like, you have to have a gate code to get in, and for some reason, he didn't have a gate code, so you have to, like, sit and wait until someone either comes or goes, and then you can, like, sneak into the gate, and, that, God, that was so annoying to me, and I already was nervous, like, I didn't know where I was. And I remember I, I couldn't find a parking spot. Like, this apartment complex had, like, no parking. Like, they were either set parking spaces for the residents or you're fucked. So, I was so nervous. I couldn't find a parking spot. I, like, parked in someone's spot. And he was like, no, you can't park there. You have to turn around and go park, yada, 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 yada. So, I'm freaking out. I'm upset because I'm nervous and I'm anxious. So, whatever. I finally parked met him. Everything was fine. I don't, I don't even know if we had sex that night. I don't remember. That's how kind of irrelevant it is to me now, but we definitely hung out. Um, yeah, he, um, he was very confusing because he, um, didn't really try to pursue a relationship with me. Like we were almost just like friends and I think with his religious background, he felt like he had to hold off from a lot of things, like especially with sexual things, which I understand and I respect, but it's like, are we fucking or not? Like, are you just going to tease me or is we fucking? Because that's rude. <laughs> that's rude. It is. Is it not rude? It's like, either shit or get off the pot. What are we doing here? So, I think that held him back a lot. Um, he always had excuses, I think, like, as to why he couldn't do this, that, and the other. But, whatever. So, how was he my patient? Let's get into that. How was he my patient? Um, he ended up having knee surgery. Okay? And little little kind codependent me was like okay well 
I could totally do your PT and like save you money. Like you won't even have to go somewhere. Like I'll just do it for you for free. Ugh, God, I'm so so fucking stupid. Looking back, I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Like, no. But he's like, okay. So he has his knee surgery or whatever. And I would go over to his house after work to do his knee rehab. And looking back, like, if this was me now, I would never do that. Like, I just worked all day. Like, I would like to go home. Thank you. Like, you're going to pay me something at least. But I would go over to his house. I would do his knee PT. We'd hang out. It was, it was just very, it was more like a friendship. And that really frustrated me. Um, because I think my whole idea behind doing this knee PT for him was if I do something nice for him, he'll see that I'm a good person and possibly want to pursue a relationship with me. I think that was my motive going into it, but it clearly didn't work. Um, yeah, again, he, all this time goes by and he really doesn't talk to me that much. Um, when I would go hang out with him, which I've, I hung out at his apartment several times and so many of the times, like nothing would happen. Like we wouldn't even like kiss or anything. We'd hug at the most, like when I would be leaving and I was just very frustrated. I was very confused. I'm like, are we just friends or are we fuck buddies? What are we doing here? Like it was so unclear to me and I hated it, but Let's fast forward some more. So one night, it was like late, like 10, 11, 12 at night, he texted me and said that he was in the emergency room because he had a kidney stone. So he asked me, he said, I don't have a phone charger, my phone's about to die. I can't remember if he asked me to bring him a phone charger. I think he did. I think he actually asked me if I would drive all the way to Houston to the emergency room to bring him a phone charger. So what do I do? I say yes. <laughs> of course I said yes. Why wouldn't I? But so I get in my car. I go to the store, buy him a phone charger. And I'm sitting with him in the emergency room. And yeah, he's so out of it, but I'm just sitting there. Why? 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 I don't know. I don't fucking know. Because I'm an idiot. But he ends up getting transferred into a different hospital. So I end up going home. And we're texting back and forth. Like, he's in the hospital for at least a day or two, I believe. And I offered to pick him up from the hospital on my lunch break at work. So I drive to the hospital he's not being discharged. I'm like running late. Like I have to get back to work. So I end up not picking him up. And I think he ended up Ubering home or something, but, but yeah. And we just kind of talked back and forth after that. Um, I, I think I brought him lunch one day. Like he was, he wasn't still feeling well. So I'm like, Oh, I'll bring you lunch. So I ended up bringing him lunch. I was running late to work. I was I was going out of my way for this man who wasn't giving me anything in return. Like, I truly felt like I was being used, that he wasn't 
giving me what I wanted. It just didn't feel good. Like when you have to question that much about someone's intentions for you, then it's probably not going to work. Like all we were doing was I would hang out with them. Sometime we'd hook up, sometime we wouldn't. It was very friendly. It was I'm pretty sure it was just like a friends with benefits type thing. When he wanted the benefits, that is, because I mean, I would have gave him the benefits every single time, but <laughs> that never happened. So, yeah. It's not a very exciting story. Um, but it just it just shows you how desperate I was at the time for some sort of male attention. And it was so unhealthy and I pretty much wasted so much of my time on this man who wasn't giving me anything in return. I should have seen the red flags, but at that time in my life, I didn't know what red flags were. I really didn't. So, I have not talked to him since. Um, I can't even remember, like, why we stopped talking, honestly. I think it just kind of fizzled out, like, we just stopped texting each other. I it's so irrelevant now that I truly can't remember much. That's why this story wasn't very exciting. But I just, I can't remember much. Like, it was that irrelevant. But, um, I believe he's married now. He is married now, I believe. Um, very involved in his church. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Good for him. But he's married and he seems happy. So, I think that's great. Um, it's... It's always hurtful when you think back to what these people did to me, but we were, we all go through phases in our lives where we do things that we may regret or aren't proud of, and I'm sure these guys probably say the same thing about me, like, they were just going through a phase in their life and I just happened to catch them at that wrong phase. Our phases didn't connect up. We all wanted different things. So I can't be super mad about that, about what they did to me, but it makes for it makes for good stories. And ultimately, I just want people to be happy, to find their purpose in life with whatever that may be. Find their person because, like I say every time, when you find your person, oh, it's the best feeling in the world. You just don't even know don't know so yeah that's another another fuckery in my life don't let people use you y'all when you see those red flags run bitch run like I said I didn't know what the fuck red flags were back then so yeah I'm, I'm thankful that I made it out and things are just so much better now so alright that is it for this week's story time I hope it wasn't too boring. I know it wasn't that exciting, but I hope you enjoyed. I hope y'all kick this week's ass. I'm going to try to do the same. I love you all. I will link my socials below if you're interested. And yeah, thank you all for listening. I always, always appreciate the support. Y'all take care. Bye.